Hey gang, Mikey P here. I want to jump in before this show started because you're going to notice a huge drop in sound quality. Um, and that is because my hard drive caught a virus um, and I don't record any of my podcasts on anything but this one hard drive, which is so stupid. As an audio engineer, you are taught, or at least you should learn, that you should always record anything you do on the three different sources. So back in the day, it would be like burn it to a CD, burn it to your hard drive, and burn it to another CD. But now it's like burn it to a thumb drive, uh, not burn it, but save it to a thumb drive, save it to a hard drive, save it to your, you know, your local drive, you know, your C drive on your computer. Make sure that it's saved on at least three different places. So now I'm doing that with my podcast because I just had Adrian Terrazas Gonzalez on, who is a Grammy Award winning saxophone player, multi-instrumentalist, flautist, uh, who's played with the Mars Volta and stuff. So it was a cool interview. That's coming out in a couple weeks, maybe next week, because I'm still trying to recover some of the podcasts I lost. So Miko, I'm sorry. Miko Montez is a filmmaker from Ohio who lives in Los Angeles right now. So his was missing too. So that sucks. So Basically, what this is, luckily, actually, I recorded this show live on Facebook, the stream, and so I had to go out, go onto my Facebook, download the video off of, which in some weird, like, way where you got to make it into a mobile file or something, like, you, you go in and you put... You make it a mobile, you have to go to the mobile site and then download it and save the video as, it's weird. So it's saved as an MP4. And then I had to take that MP4 video, which was a very small video for uh, an hour and a half show. It was a two hour show actually. It was like 101 megabytes. And then I had to take that, put it in Vegas, separate the audio and then take that audio and then put it in Ableton. And so what you're about to hear is the best I could get this to sound with the information I had. So it sounds like an AM broadcast from like the 50s. But if you can get through that, it, it sounds still pretty good. You can hear what we're saying. It's legible. Legible? Are you going to read my podcast? Nope, this is not a blog. It's uh, You can hear what we're saying. It's intelligible? I think that's the word. Whatever. Who cares? In any case, I'm rambling again, which I am so good at. Uh, let me just go through a couple quick dates, and then we'll jump into the podcast again. I'm sorry, guys. This is the best I can do. I lost a file. Um, I'm still trying to recover some files. Maybe if I recover the file, I'll re-upload it so it sounds better, but... Um, sorry, Gennard. Gennard was awesome about this. He even said he would come back in and do it again. But I enjoyed this conversation so much that, I don't know, I'd rather have him come back as a panelist and add to a conversation than, you know, go back through the same song and dance we did. I just feel like that sound, that'll come out a little disingenuous. And he was totally down with that. And he's just been, uh, he's just a doll. Um, so that's Nard, the Nardcast.com. Go there. There's a couple podcasts he has you'll hear in this show. I'll put that in the, the liner notes. And so the day this show is probably going to drop, or at least the day you might hear it, it will be August 3rd, Wednesday, August 3rd. And uh, Soulfire Band is at the Coyote Bar in Carlsbad, California. 
uh let me see here i we got sorry um uh, then Soul Fire Band and uh, Oceanside Surf Contest and Beach Fest. That's uh, Friday, August 12th. Then we have Patrick's uh, that same night at 9 to 1.30, and that's Patrick's downtown in the gas lamp. Uh, then Raina and I will be at Kimball Park for the Relay for Life uh, race. Uh, we did that last year. Awesome, awesome event, awesome, uh, awesome cause. And then August 14th, Belvino, uh, uh, Soul Fire Band up in Temecula. Um, that's from 12 to 4. Let me see here. I know there's more. Oh, yeah. August 20th, I'll be up at the Weber Reggae Festival. I believe that's in Stockton, California. Um, I'll be with the Skanks Roots Project there. Um, and then August 26th, me and Ray will be doing an acoustic show. Um, I don't even, I, I, I don't even know where that's at, so I don't even, I'm not even going to go into that one. I thought I had the 19th, oh yeah, the 19th, Friday the 19th, Raina and I will be playing at the 710 Beach Club from 5 to 8, doing the acoustic thing, and, and then the 27th, Saturday the 27th, Soul Fire Band at the Coyote Bar, uh, from 6 to 10, that's always a good time. Got some good podcasts coming up, including, um, Merle, who uh, we talk about in this podcast, and Gennard was so awesome and hooked us up. Uh, like I said, Adrian Terrazas Gonzalez is in the can. That's coming out soon. Uh, I got Rasar coming up um, from uh, The Leak, which you've always heard me talk about. So, all right, this has been a very long intro to a podcast. So, let's jump into the podcast, and I'll see you next time. That's actually Gennard Sutton from the Nardcast.com. Uh, <laughs> it's Gennard.com. Yeah, it's all right, baby. Good. How you doing, folks? I hope you had a great Fourth of July. Um, I hope it went well. I hope no cops shot your relatives, and I hope none of your relatives shot any cops. Um, for real. Um, and then. Um, 
and I hope you were safe. Uh, I hope that you didn't blow yourself up or anything with any fireworks. I hope you were Did you see a, another football player? Was it a basketball player? Did you see that? <laughs> no. Almost blew some shit up in his hand. Every year. It was on, like, Twitter or something. Remember last year? It was the same like, shit. He, like, literally, like, they lit it. He goes over. He picks it up off the ground. <laughs> and, like, holds it up over his head. It was amazing, and, and it blew up. It was supposed to just, like, shoot, like, uh, sparkly shit in the air. Yeah. And it and it blew up. Yeah. It was crazy. That's that's fucked up. That's what... Remember we were talking... Were you on it last year? We talked about the same shit. There was, like, two football players who blew their fucking hands off. Oh, man. It's just horrible, uh, man. I don't get it. My 4th of July was very quiet. I had the house to ourselves. Nice. Just for, you know... And, and we went to the beach, and we watched the fireworks... And then that following week, I was pissing out of my ass. Um, I got some kind of flu, I saw, I and saw I man. felt like shit all weekend. So I know everyone wanted to hear about that. Um, and a sincere, sincerely, my heart goes out to uh, everyone who lost their lives this last week. You know, yes. over stuff. That shit was fucked up. So. We won't go too much into that. We don't want to bum everybody out, but that shit exists, so watch your back. Um, today's guest is Jannard Sutton from Nardcast.com. The Nardcast.com. Um, you should check out his podcast. That's how I heard about him. I found him. I've been listening to his podcast for a while now, and uh, um, his website features um, just I, I think writing, and he does video work on music, food, booze, and lifestyle. We'll get to Jannard here in a second. My beautiful and talented wife, who recently just got signed to I, I always get this wrong, Balada Entertainment. They, they, uh, they're a booking agency, and they also book uh, Michael Franti, Jennifer Hudson, John Oliver, I think Jay Leno. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's an eclectic bunch. Um, and also, I found out Tiffy Jane and the Kicks. Have you ever heard of her? No. Uh, she's a local artist. She's awesome. She has pipes on her, and my buddy Beto plays drums in that band. Um, actually, her band is stacked to the tits with some great players. Well, congratulations. Yeah, I wanted to congratulate her because she, you know, she reached out and she did her thing and she, she found somebody and uh, she signed the contract. So congratulations, my love. Yes. I'm very proud of you. But remember, you ain't shit without me. Mike Turner. Yeah. That's not true. I'm just a pathetic piece of shit without my wife. So if it wasn't for her, I'd just be wandering the streets, this deprived fucking animal. Just, yeah, drinking and putting whatever into my mouth. That didn't sound right. No, I meant, it meant, I meant, it was supposed to be a drug reference. In your system. But in your system. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Hey, hey. Retarded. <laughs> okay. That's about it. I'm, I don't. No, there's nothing to really discuss. I'm, I'm just bring out our guest. Let's, Let's do it. Bring out Janard. Man, I gotta step my podcast. 
You got the sound effects. You're going live on Facebook. Man, <laughs> this shit right here is ridiculous. This thing is such a distraction. <laughs> I'll be like, hold on. When you hit the wrong one, right? Yeah. Um, and I also feel like it's kind of um, hacky. It's like you know, like morning radio DJ shit. You right. know, the pe- the shit that people hate. But I cuss. <laughs> 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 no, I say stupid shit. I say really stupid shit. I'm recalling some stupid shit. I'm not going to repeat it. All right, that's good. That's <laughs> I'm not going to repeat the stupid shit, but you might know what I'm talking about. Anyways, Jannard Sutton, thank you so much for coming on, my man. man thank thanks you for having me, thank you. man. I'm actually honored to be on your show. Dude. Oh, well, I'm honored you're here. Yeah. I've been listening to your podcast for, I don't know, it's been a few months now. I mean, like, I, I found out through um, the Belly Up podcast. Oh, nice. Because, uh, um, I think her name Muriel, Muriel right? Yeah. Muriel. Is yeah. it Muriel? Big shout out to Muriel, yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, because uh, when I first started the podcast, I was like, I know there's other podcasts. And um, I knew about Tommy Dove's podcast, A Sunny Place for Shitty People. Have mm. you heard that one? No, I haven't heard of that one. Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're cool. They're actually doing awesome things. They just interviewed Mo, um, and they interviewed Evie Corporation, and fucking, they're doing good stuff, man, and, uh, so I I knew about him, but I was, like, searching, and I googled shit, you know, and, like, nothing really came up, and then I started hearing, I don't know what it was, I think I saw a post or something, somebody posted his belly up, and then started listening to that, and I, I just wanted to hear local, because, um, I, I like podcasts a yeah. lot, and so that's how I found you was through Belly Up. And nice, then, well, thanks so. for listening, dude. Yeah, man, yeah, it's, I it's cool. It. I my buddy played with your last guest, Antar. He was supposed to be here tonight, Antar Martin. He was a bass player for the trumpet player you just had. Oh, game. Uh, yes, okay. he just he was the bass player that he was referring to when you guys did that. Oh, that's. Cool. Which he was gonna be here, but he just got a job, so he's nice, big, big up with the job. Yeah, he's big man. time enough now. <laughs> No, San Diego's, make uh, those green San bags, Diego's you know? minimum wage just went up fifty cents. Did it really? Yes. Oh wow. What was it before ten? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't make minimum wage. It, it went up fifty cents from the uh, uh, the national average. So at least at least it's a little bit more than the national. Average. Well, they yeah. raised it to ten fifty, right? Right. So yeah. it, do you know? I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't work for minimum wage. You know what that means? Minimum wage in a minute. Yeah, that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. Oh, uh, Jadar, are you are you like a are you your own boss at this point? At or? this point, yeah. Um, let me tell you a little bit about my history. Yeah, so, please, um, yeah, please. I've been in the media game at least since uh, twenty two thousand and seven. Okay. So I've been out here. Uh, in San Diego since uh, 2006. Uh-huh. I'm originally from North Carolina. Oh, okay. And I uh, cool. came out here. I wanted to do radio, uh, a little bit of television. When I say television, I mean like uh, just like audio stuff, like live sound for, for TV. And oh, right. nice. And so I came out here in 2006. I landed a job at Fox, which was Fox 6 at the time. So I did that for a little bit and then um, started doing audio for them while working in insurance full time. And then now, when you're wow. saying audio, are you Something like both, yeah. are you like field recording or no, are you in house in house like, for the news? So I okay. just live, yes. Yeah, so, okay, okay. So I was doing that, and then um, they automated a lot of stuff. Like the cameras were automated, yeah. the audio was automated, yeah. And then um, they also lost their fund, their sports funding nope. because they yeah. went from Fox to CW. I don't know if you guys remember that, or if you're in San Diego at the time. How long when ago it was? was it? 
I want to say like 2008, 2009. I mean, I was. I remember when CW came. Yeah, I do remember. Because it was Fox 6 for a minute, and then it was CW 6. Because remember when Channel 5 started? That's uh, when the affiliation went to Channel 5. So, in a way, so all that happened. (laughs) So, they laid off some people, and then I was out of the media game for a little bit. And then uh, Union Tribune opened up or started up their own um, network called UTTV. So I went back in the audio for a couple months, and then I started doing some video editing um, on the bench for like some of their shows mm. on their network. Nice. And then um, there was a producer gig open available for their night and day show with uh, Chris Cantori and uh, Michelle Guerin at the time. Mm-hmm. And so then I did that for a year. And then they shut down the station. I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys heard about this. Y'all don't know what UTTV is or was or I heard. I yeah. remember UTTV a little bit. Yeah, like, but it was kind of like. Yeah, it was. I'm so you know how it, I'm. I've been doing Netflix for so long, like <laughs> since they started their streaming thing. Yeah, I just sort of like came off. I mean, because I got out here like 2006, and we didn't have cable or anything, right, so right we were. We were watching just bunny ears and shit, yeah. and then I remember they went to digital, and I think by then Netflix was going strong. Okay. Because I, was like, I remember that. when I had Netflix, you were able to actually rent the DVDs and they'll mail them to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. They don't yeah, even do that. Do they not do that anymore? Uh, they might. I know. Um, no. You don't think they still <laughs> no. will mail you the DVDs? I think they do. Or Blu-ray? Like you used to we should able, see. I mean, you used to be able to like rent the DVDs, like have a mail you DVDs, yeah. and still watch shit on TV. Yeah, I think, I don't know if they're still doing that, but that's how I did it with Netflix no, and Blockbuster, it, too. It, yeah, Blockbuster had a thing, Blockbuster too. Had that. Yeah, but I don't think... Red don't movies. Do that anymore? No, the only place you can get DVDs now is Redbox. Really? I think so. Oh, oh okay. Well, no, I'm out of date. I'm just Netflix and Hulu Plus right now. Me, too. Yeah. I'm Hulu Plus. Like, Love Hulu Plus. I even paid for, like, the CBS... Um, I, and I got like all the other bullshit. Did you read about on Netflix that there uh, it's a legal? Uh, I think it's a federal um, offense now. Oh, to share your yeah, if you're sharing your account. I with did other hear that. Yeah, that that's seems crazy. bunk, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 These are distracting. <laughs> But anyway, so I started at UTTV um, doing the producing thing for a year, and then when they shut down UTTV, that gave me the opportunity to learn how to, you know, shoot video and uh, write more, like, articles and stuff like that for Mm -hmm. Union Tribune and uh, Discover SD. Oh, then I did that. That was, like, 2014, I think, and I did that for two years, and then... In February, they laid me off. And <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So media, right. So now I'm doing it all on my own with the Narcast.com, and I just launched a media company called uh, Narcast Media. Nice. So I'm, like, doing stuff, video work, photo work, and stuff like that, and, and looking to monetize the website. Too, yeah, right? yeah. I'm on my own boss. Yeah. I'm making some money, and it's great. Man, this seems like it's the time for um, just self-employment right now. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like a lot of the people I know right now are not taking shit from anybody. Right. I mean, fucking like me and my wife, we own our own company. We're musicians, and she teaches. Le- you know, like we're not working for anybody. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of people I know right now. Oh, I remember when you did that too, man. That was <laughs> awesome. What work for somebody? No, like you started. You kind of started. Just kind of broke off. Oh well, that was like just a few months ago, like, though. I know that was just a few months ago. Yeah, I was so because I never. I think quit. I got fired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, you kind of quit. But I think if you have the skill set and you have yeah. that entrepreneur like uh, mindset, I think you can do it. And you, I just you feel can make like it. yeah, and I just you feel like. It. 
if I'm going to do this for somebody else and then they're going to lay me off after like four years of hard work, I might as well just take that hard work and that skill set that I have yeah. and just do it on my own and make even more money. Well, so. it's interesting because you have a background in audio, video, writing, yeah. and insurance too. Might as well throw that in. Not only, not only can you do all that, but he'll write you a policy. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's uh. You want terms? So what? So how did how did that like conglomeration of talents kind of come to be? Like, is that something you went to school for, or like, how does that work? I went to school for I think yeah broadcasting. So okay. I I went to the uh, to school to like learn how to like do the mixing and all that good okay, stuff, okay. learning Pro Tools. At the time, it was Pro Tools and um, what was it called? Uh, not reason, but the video editing program. Oh, uh, the Apple one? Anymore. No, not the Apple one. Not Premiere, because I use Premiere now, but it was... Uh, Vegas or something? Nah, Crazy. Uh, shoot, I can't remember. <laughs> but in, in a way, so they, you know, just the, the basics. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's up to you to, to craft that skill. You know? Yeah. And so that's what happened. Um, I went to school and double majored in uh, video broadcasting and audio recording. I see. So and that's then, kind of the umbrella for yeah, that, right? Yeah. So like you sort of have. So you're going to be writing. You're going to be yeah. editing Pretty and much, doing yeah. stuff. Cool, cool. And so when you do your podcast, you do all your own editing. Yeah, I do all like my editing. Um, I find my content. Like I am. Pretty well, not well known in the music local music scene, but um, I get by. Like I, I know a lot of bands in different mm. genres, so I'm able to like kind of contact them directly and get them on the show or mm. promote their music and stuff like that. I was gonna ask you, what is like, uh, what does that look like? Do you like go to a show and be like, hey, what's up? Or yeah. like half the time, most of the time, it's I'm at a show. Like let's just say like Soda Bar, I'm mm. there to see a specific band. Like let's just say like Buddy Banter or somebody like okay. that. And then all of a sudden, like a band opening up for them. I might reach out and be like, oh, man, I really dig your music, you know, like, if you ever need some extra, you know, exposure, you know, I have this podcast I've been doing for X amount of years, yeah. one on my eighth year now. That's so, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, and so we'll, we we exchange numbers or emails, and, yeah. you know, they'll see me promoting their stuff, their shows on social media, or yeah. they'll hear a podcast, like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll love our band to be on your show, whatever, and yeah. that's how I... Do you uh, ever write any emails to any, like, just sort of random bands that you're like, oh, I really like them? Yeah, yeah, I reach out to bands that I know I can't get, like, uh, like little larger bands. No, nah, like, I, I reached out to, um, like, uh, Tilt Wheel. Um, well, they're still playing. They're like a punk band. I don't know if you've heard of them or mm -hmm. not, but I reached out to them. I reached out to, um, what's the other band name? The guy that works over at Bar Pink. can't remember right now. I can't think of it. A rocker from the crib, yeah, rocker from the crib. I <laughs> uh, reached out to these guys, those guys to you know do a podcast. Sometimes it's a hit or miss because a lot of people now, especially bigger bands, they have a lot of things going on. And if you're not like a legit like you know show or whatever, I'm a, I'm a legit show, but I'm not like 91X or something. Right, you, know, you, go you don't on have some credential right. like some right. media like flow. Exactly. Right. Yeah, clear yeah. I mean, channel yeah, isn't yeah, raping right. your soul. Exactly. <laughs> you so, don't yeah, get access. Million right. listeners. Right. So. So yeah, well that's well that's fun though. I mean, so what does like a uh, email look like? Because I, I mean, the, I'm terrible grammar. Mike's ready. Mike's ready. Right. He's ready to reach out. <laughs> oh, He's ready to reach out. So first of all, like, I I do try to interview bigger bands. Like I interviewed uh, Josh from uh, from like Silent Comedy. So I do okay. like interviewing bigger bands for exposure. But yeah. my thing with my podcast is all about just promoting the local scene. Like yeah, yeah. I would rather like have a conversation with like a singer songwriter who maybe has like. 
like 20 followers on her Facebook. I know I'm not going to get that many listens or I might not even get any likes from it, but yeah. I feel like I'm doing my job exposing her music out. So well, just definitely wanna... kind of giving them a launch right, you know, right. or a stepping stone, even just a, just a helping hand. Exactly. So right. that's, that's that why... still goes on your EPK. Yeah. That's still like, it was like, well, we were interviewed by the podcast. Right. Like, it's like, right. you fucking throw that shit on there. Right. And now there's a lot of bands that I've interviewed that are now like starting to be up and coming. Like they're mm-hmm. winning awards at the San Diego Music Awards and stuff right. like that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to be in the mix when it comes mm. to up and coming artists and yeah. i love that but when it comes to bigger bands either i'm gonna either i know their band man because a lot of bigger bands are they have like a yeah, band management. manager and yeah. stuff like that so generally i would hit them up and then i'll be like hey i have this podcast uh we've been around for uh x amount of years um we've we've known we're, we are known locally to be like maybe one of the few local uh, podcasts that promote local music yeah. monthly or whatever it is. Um, if the if the guys are available, I would love to either be mobile and go to their show and maybe get an interview or a couple sound bites from their concert or whatever. And generally, yeah, they'll be like, um, or they either respond or they'll be like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the guys are they're going to be coming straight from a tour or yeah. from another city and they're going to do they're going to do their sound check and then that's it or yeah, or every, 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 every once in a while they might be like yeah let's do it you know like that's how i got with silent comedy and um almost interviewed one of my favorite uh singer songwriters from a punk band called uh, his name's joey kate okay. from wagwag and he was coming through oh, yeah. and um i kind of i kind of bailed out and didn't really respond but oh. my bad. i was nervous that would have been my biggest oh, podcast yeah. was with joey cape of uh lag wagon so i remember yeah i hit him up on twitter and i was like hey i know you're coming to um i think he was performing at bar pink or something okay. yeah. it was one of his local acoustic shows and I was like, yeah, you know, um, I love to have you on your podcast. I've been listening to your band for, like, forever since yeah. I was in high school. And um, if you have time, I'd love to just, you know, I can bring my equipment. We can just have a couple. I just have a few things I want to talk about, you know. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, yeah, man, let me know. I'll be in town um, whatever day. And just let me know. Just send me, shoot me over a reminder. And I was like, all right, cool. But never did. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, that's no. all right. I was nervous, dude. Hey, I can understand, yeah, man. Respect. Interview, Respect. Yeah. No, it's it's nerve-wracking because, I mean, when I was first doing this show, it's, and like, still, it gives me anxiety when yeah. it's like, like, today, Monday, I woke up, the first thing is like, I got a podcast, and then there's this, like, wave of anxiety that yeah. comes over me, and then I'm like, Okay, it's cool. You've done this like right, right. forty times or something now. Like you know what you're doing. Like it's not like a big deal. And you know, in my big, my biggest thing with it is the uhs and the mm, the and like and the likes, you right, know. Right. And that bothers me. And when I listen back to it, I'm just like, oh, you sound like a stuttering fucking idiot, you idiot. <laughs> See, I never really. I mean, I listen to. I listen back every once in a while, but mm-hmm. um, I, I guess I do so many of them. Like on episode. Uh, like 180 maybe so i've done like so many of these where i it, it doesn't even hardly quality check but i mean <laughs> i have great conversations with it's people like one every 40 now right <laughs> but um but there's i mean there's obviously some pet peeves to you know podcasts and you you know sometimes you look listen back and you're like oh man i wish i asked this or why did i oh yeah that? that's, that's sounded like i was stuttering or whatever and 
Well, that's what I. That's what I. That's what I love about Merle is that when I listen to her, she doesn't sound like she sounds really confident. Yeah, she she's not doing the uhs and the uhs and like yeah, I always are doing uhs and uhs and dumbass shit like that. So I like that confidence that she has, mm-hmm. and it's almost like from the beginning. I, I didn't go back and listen to her whole catalog, but you know I'll go through and listen to the ones I want to listen to. Right, and. Uh, <laughs> and she has a really great confidence to her. I'd love to have her on. I don't know how to contact her. I have her contact if you oh. need it. Yeah, she would oh, love to. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Well, Merle, I'm coming yeah, for you. you no, that's weird. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <not laughs> literally coming for you. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. So, uh, where were we? See, no, I'm we're always just, disrupting. We're just a pet peeves of podcasting. Yeah. You know, like, do you have any? Uh, do I? It's mostly in myself is when I hear the uhs. That's that's it. When I when I listen to other people's pet peeves, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I don't usually listen to podcasts. I'll listen to a couple episodes if I'm trying something new. Right. And and if I if I just don't dig it, if I just can't follow along, I'm just like I'm over it. So I don't really stick around long enough for me to develop anything for a podcast that I don't like. It's like I like yours because it's local and I get to know people that I didn't know before. You know. Yeah. So that to me is interesting. So which one which one do you listen to? Because I was talking to him earlier and he seems to be running all kinds of stuff, right? Cause you have something about like food, music. Right. You gotta talk into music. it. How, how many of these have sorry, you done? Sorry, sorry. Like ten. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I mean, you, which one do you do you actually? Which one do you listen to? Like, I listen to the Narcast, the music right. and food. I, I think so, you interview chefs and stuff too, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, I have so much yeah. going on. Yeah. So yeah. I have two podcasts. Okay. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. I have one, which is the Narcast, which started uh-huh. everything. That's promoting local music. Um, it just, I was one day at work, that, you know, office job, and I was like, you know what, I want to figure out a way that I can just create a sound, a playlist where, and plus I wanted to be on the radio at some point, yeah. and, you know, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to just figure out a way to just create a playlist, but, like, not worry about hitting skip, because, you know, for your iPod, a lot, a lot of the time you can put it, your music in shuffle. Right, right. So I was like, you know what, and then you can create those playlists or whatever, obviously, yeah, yeah, right. on, on iPod. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to DJ and, like, mix in the music, but then while I do that, I'm going to, like, introduce the song or whatever. So that's how it originally wait, started. See, so you were making your own radio Yeah, I was making show. my own radio show. So, like, then how did you figure out... I mean, like... and So you're putting these on your... On your iPod. Yeah. And then you heard about the medium, just like, oh, there's this thing that's yeah. happening. So yeah. back in, like, what, 2008, 2009? This was 2008, uh, 2009. Yeah, and that was, Eight. like, the infancy, like, really, because yeah. this... So this is you just kind of messing around. This was me messing around, then, trying to figure out a playlist. So you, a cool idea. so you started doing that. When did you start doing the playlist? I'm trying to get a timeline yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just laughing because I could just. I'm, I'm just thinking in my head like you got some like slow jazz. Like, <laughs> this is Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's the own radio DJ. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he's like he's like next up R Kelly. <laughs> 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 no, it was more like because uh, I mean it's got to be upbeat music. I mean I'm. I'm like, right, I got yeah. my headphones attached. I'm like typing away on my computer. So I just needed something where I don't have to hit skip all the time on these slower jams. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to just create a playlist that's maybe 45 minutes long. And, mm. and every three songs, I'll, every after the third song, 
I'll just be like, um, hey guys, you're listening to Narcast episode one or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, you just heard a track here by um, rapper Big Pooh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. You know, North Carolina hip hop artist, one of the little brother boys or Check whatever. Check him out. Check him out on his website. And then I was like, all right, coming up, I have this, 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 and then boom. Okay, so then oh, did dope. you do it yeah. with the intentions of making it? No, I was just doing it because, I, like I said, I, when I moved out here, I had that passion for radio. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? If I'm not going to be able to... Because I can't just like hop into to the yeah. radio scene with no experience. I mean, I, I only you. have like three years of... So it was almost like a portfolio. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it was like, I could make this to something. I can actually create a podcast and like promote... Uh, or have a theme like uh-huh. maybe I'll do rap music for one, or I'll do um, punk rock. Or, yeah. Or then I was like, well, I could probably create this as like a local platform for artists. So I started doing that. Started going to shows and letting people know what I'm all about. And I mean, the music. It just happened. Music seems big here. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. big. Yeah. I mean, in all genres, really. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's been growing too in the last ten years. Yeah. Do you oh, feel that? Sure. Do you no, feel yeah, that? I feel that. I feel like the music scene grows, and then it, and then the trends of music changes throughout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know quarters of the you know like every four years it might be surf rock and then yeah. all of a sudden it's back to reggae or then, <laughs> then all of a sudden you got a like a alternative rap trend or whatever mm-hmm. you know right like They're, the trend that like really kind of booms out yeah and you kind of have a birth of like a bunch of bands. right like you have like yeah. 10 or 12 like bands and then exactly something else happens yeah right yep. So so I and it's kind of cool to to see that like transition into yeah, different yeah. themes, you know, and and I feel like when I first moved out here, um, excuse me, I was more into um, like the punk scene, mm. which was kind of not necessarily dying out, but um, there was a place for it. Like it was Scholaris, like uh, the office, the office one, of yeah. the, one of the venues, and now now the office is not that really. at all. So, <laughs> so, like, and then Kadan, remember Kadan? Yeah, I now do. For, like, I do remember that. I remember one night uh, out of the week it would be a punk rock night, so it was kind of cool to be able to. But they had like different very because didn't they have like a hip hop night? Then they had a dubstep night, every and then they had like Sunday. an open jam. I remember that was the first place. I've ever went to an open jam mm-hmm. and I was going to meet up with this hip hop band. I wish I could remember their name, but they were, I don't know, at the time they were a hip hop band. I don't now, know what the fuck they're doing now. Now, when you say hip hop, like a hip hop alternative or straight up like hip hop? I'm just saying, well, I mean, I'm saying like a band with a rapper in front. Okay, got I don't it. know. Okay. I don't like know. Roots kind of thing. Yes, there you go. Okay, because a lot of people dif- differentiate um, different styles of hip hop. Like yeah. for me, hip hop would be more like. Um, or rap would be more like that, eat like uh, like I'm DJ kind of uh, trying to like East like East San Diego like rap, which is a little different because I'm used to more of the New York style hip hop, but mm-hmm. I do like that type of hip hop too. Big shout out to Black Mikey over here side. doing his thing in San Diego. Who? But, um, Black Mikey. Black Mikey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah big shout uh, out to him. Was he? Uh, him? Um, what, didn't he do something on that RTC album? Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. It was like um, Pedalate a Boss. Oh, yeah, I know my, him too. My buddy uh, Parker from Parker and the Numberman. Um, Odessa Kane was on it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big June was on there. I haven't heard of Big June. Um, yeah, it's there. That's all. East East County. That's what okay. you're talking about. Yeah, I know a bunch of those cats. Oh, that's cool. He's a cool dude. He was on here and he was like. 
I think he was clowning me, but I kept on saying hip hop band. Yeah. Because like at the time, I was I was like, yeah, well, you know, we're in a hip hop band. He was like, hip hop band. Ha 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 ha. I didn't know it was so yeah. funny about hip hop band, but you know, whatever. It's like, but yeah, that's me probably projecting some weird shit. So that's all good. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So. Um, no, and I was talking about Roots kind of right. Thing. Yeah, so anyways, you were talking about, uh... Um, podcast. So that's basically podcast number one was the music podcast, and that's how it started. Yeah. And then um, my second podcast is this podcast called The Social Holiday Hour. Okay. And that's basically your social holidays, you know, where yeah. you got your, um, National Beer Day or your National Whatever Day. So what me and my co-host, Laura Hockley, what we do is we... We like to take that holiday and make it our own. Like, let's say it's National Donut Day. So what we do is we will obviously promote donuts, our favorite places here in San Diego, and then we'll also make it kind of personal. Like, you know, with National Donuts, you think of desserts, you think of, like, really sweet, like, sweet food, like, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. But which makes you gain weight. So I talked about my <laughs> uh, my weight gain yeah. and all that stuff. And so, so it's you a kind nice... Of go, you kind of go both sides. Right, you, right. You... you, you Dish out the holiday, like, let's right. do this. Because you did say you had a donut eating Yeah, we had a donut eating right? contest, too. <laughs> you know, and then he's Woo, like, yo, I love donuts. But I gave yeah. some weight, yo. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, have you, have you always had a struggle with weight? No, I um actually have uh, always been kind of big bone, mm-hmm. but when I moved out here, I actually lost over 80 pounds. Oh, tell you. And that was just from watching what I'm eating yeah. and also working out. Like, yeah. I just discovered, well, I didn't just discover, but when I moved out here, I discovered that I was actually, I'm a runner. Oh, So dude. I would run, like, half marathons, 5Ks, oh, and stuff like that. And then I got this job over at UTTV, <laughs> Tribune, and, and you got stressed. And chair, then I, right? Yeah, oh, and I yeah. gained 80 pounds. Dude, so, I take my, right oh, I take it out on food, too, man. Yeah. Like, I, I did the same thing. I came out here, I lost about 100 pounds, yeah. and then uh, gained it all back after I got married. I was, like, in love. <laughs> Honeymoon. Honeymoon, so I'm going to eat fucking everything. Yeah, it was gross. Um and then uh so i gained it all back and then we had a kid and then i just now i'm this is the longest i've kept it off in a long time because i used to be a fat little fuck dude <laughs> i was in fucking i was in high school i was like 325 Damn. fucking waddling the halls fucking teenager you know how unhealthy that is so 325 is unhealthy that's for big. anybody yeah no it's, well, it's your muscle and you're tall. <laughs> no, this is this is all. Unless you're like this six, is five, like three twenty-five. No, yeah. dude, this is all doughy fucking grossness. Uh, just fucking eating it? hot dogs and that's negligence, mother. You were negligent. <laughs> um, I just fucking just same thing as everyone else. Fucking watch what you eat. Yeah, and work the fuck out. It's right. just that you, everyone always has. Isn't that funny when you like you're like yeah I was I used to I lost a bunch of weight and they're like oh my god how does it happen like it's like some crazy miracle but it's like no it's just hard work yeah. and not eating like a fucking asshole like hey oh, yeah. true. and no, drinking beer for me beer beer was a huge one yeah. for me those stouts are speaking of beer too, man. yeah yeah. <laughs> So I brought some beer for some beer tasting. Where, where, yeah, where, where you at? Where you at? Do you drink the beer? No, I, I know. I know. I thought I was just not huge on the south. So I'm going to try them. Oh, look at him. Look at him fucking being bougie the, out here. I'm not being bougie. Brings a beautiful I'm trying, gift. I'm trying not to waste. You won't waste. Just try a little bit. Damn, offbeat. Why you got to do this? Why you got to yeah. make me look bad in front of our guests? I got this. All right. Yeah, anyways. So... I don't know. 
So yeah, that's the yeah. podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I dig the that's national. I dig the national holiday one. I never yeah. would have thought. Give it a listen. Like, I think it's entertaining. No, I am. I mean, yeah. that's what I mean, it sounds like something something entertaining. I mean, yeah, it's just entertaining. Because everyone yeah. always posts about like little holidays and things right. like that on Facebook. They're like, oh, it's like National Cousin Day. Or this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This day or that day. I'm like, where the.
Chris Kelly, Julie thank you. Julie Nice, shout out to Julie Nice. Yeah, she's, Julie she's Nice. She's actually a manager for one of my f- uh, favorite punk bands, uh, Just In Case. They're from New Jersey. Oh, right, Doing their right. thing here in San Diego. Also Punch Card, I believe. Okay. So yeah, right. you know, I tell you, I follow my my punk community here in San Diego. <laughs> I like it. I to, like it. I yeah. used to be huge into punk. I've I've fallen off though, dude. I mean, I've I'm way out. Yeah, I'm, I'm I trying. Mean, to I was back. I was back in the day. I was listening. To, you know, I mean, like eighty eight fingers loose. Yeah, they're playing now uh, Friday. Shut up. Yeah, they're coming this Friday Where? at Soda Bar. Same no. day Screeching Weasel are gonna be in town. No, you <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I can't believe you said 88 Fingers Louie. They were like one of my favorite no, punk bands. My favorite time, punk band of yeah. all time. Dude, my they're playing at Soda Bar Friday. Soda Bar. Yeah. I hear a mandate. I hear a mandate. Well, you know what's shitty, dude, is I got. Uh, I'll try. I got the races, dude. You're racist? I got opening day. Is that mean? at Delmar? Yeah. Is it open today this yeah, Friday? Yeah, they changed it to oh, Friday. So, you used to be on a Wednesday. Are you working yeah, or are you... Same day as Comic-Con. What's up? You working? No, but are you my just buddy, going? Yeah, my oh. buddy gets... my buddy Go bet on the horses? Mom, my buddy gets us these crazy media passes. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, basically, I, I literally stand at the finish line on the track. That's awesome. Like, yeah. with all the owners and stuff. Like, yeah. I walk down on the paddy, like, where the horses walk down. I get to walk down... And like walk to the finish line with the owner. It's it's pretty cool. Like it's it's something that that's I don't. I try not to pass up when I get those because right. you feel the horses run by. And, right. But that's during the day though, right? But you're gonna be all yeah, up in Del Mar. Del Mar. Yeah. gonna be drinking all day. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's gonna like, be a mess by the time you leave. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. But but to, <laughs> I might have to make it back for that. Yeah, because eighty things, Louis. There, this is their first time on the West Coast in like over two decades. I was gonna so. say I had a chance one time to see him when I lived in Chico back in ninety nine, yeah, two thousand. That was probably when it was yeah, their last see. time. And I was still in high school. I was in I was in college. <laughs> I was in college. I was in Chico State. And they came through Chico, and it was some. I forget what happened, but it was like five bucks, and I didn't have the five bucks. I don't know. It was something weird, dude. It was. (laughs) I didn't have the five bucks. There was five bucks that happened. Fuck, man! You were (laughs) when you were nineteen, broke as fuck in college, man. Five bucks, you you go. That's 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 teriyaki chicken bowl. Mm -hmm. Man, I I, I don't know this band. You know, I wasn't dude, huge. Look them up, dude. Yeah, Eddie Fingers, Louie, Screeching Weasel, oh, Screeching Weasel. Yeah, they're playing too. I I one time I met against me before they were like against she or mm-hmm. whatever, and then um, and before MTV and all that shit, oh, wow. they were in uh, Detroit. And I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Um, Shout out to, to Toledo. 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 <laughs> um, anyways, we were over there in Detroit, and we met the singer. My buddy Brisky met the singer, and and like just hung out with them until fucking. He was just like, "Hey, well, we're playing in Indianapolis. If you guys show up, you can come for free, and we'll hang out." So we got to go and fucking. I drink. Uh, Everclear. Oh, I was drinking Everclear, so I ended up. It was an Who all likes to right? drink Everclear. Right? A fat fucking alcoholic, a twenty, oh, a twenty-two year old fat alcoholic. Might as well be drinking regular old rubbing oh, alcohol. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. You just. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking real. We had it in a big. We stopped at. I remember we stopped at McDonald's and we got a fucking uh, one of those big cokes. And then we dumped, dumped like, on half, half, half right? most of it and dumped the whole pint into it, and we were just. Oh. 
ass around like fucking Why would you even degenerates. I bet your throat was just gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it was an all-ages event, first of all. And then my fat ass was moshing and just like plowing <laughs> over little kids. Like, <laughs> being a fucking cunt of a human being. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, and I ended up getting kicked out because like these little kids got hurt, little crybabies, and then and then and then that was it. I don't remember the rest of the night. And I woke up in my van with the door like the sliding door open, like me hanging out. Everybody was just passed out in my van on the side of the street. Was, this was before <sighs> against me were were cool, huh? It was popular. Well, they it was like they were yeah exactly exactly. It was like right before they fucking. I mean, kind of a similar thing happened with uh, uh, what's Avenged Sevenfold? If you're, are you, I haven't yeah, heard of them, but I never seen them live. Back That's in the pretty, day, uh, back in the day, I have a picture of me fucking hanging out with Sister cool. Gates. He was young oh, and all shit. chubby. Like <laughs> we offered him heroin, he was like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's, oh, let's do it." And so yeah, it was it was cool. Yeah, but then they did the whole MTV thing, and now they're Avenged Sevenfold, but. Anyways, let's let's talk about yeah, our guest here. Oh. Let's talk about our guest. No, yeah, that's yeah. a cool story I mean, though. Dude, that's pretty <laughs> dope. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um my my so uh, drunken pass. That's so, awesome. Oh, so who have you had on your podcast? Anybody? Any any punk bands? That, punk bands? Uh, let's see. Any like locals that maybe made it big or made anybody big. you'd like to give a shout out to? That's that's uh, going strong right let's now. Oh, um, Lee. Pete just joined the group. Let's see. What's up, Pete I'm going to say Silent Comedy. I think that was one of my favorite uh, yeah. interviews was with Josh of uh, Silent Comedy. Because we, we talked about the music scene. We talked about, like, uh, everything from his his uh, relationship with Salvation Army. And we talked about everything from just being on the road and trying to be creative while being on the road. I just thought, like, that, that podcast was just, like, more intimate, like, you know pause but not like intimate intimate but you know what i mean like very one-on-one so is, on one. is that what you um is that what you uh, i was gonna ask you what 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 do you what do you find what do you think a good interview is is that what you like you feel like if it's intimate and you're yeah. able to connect yeah on that like I, I i mean i i can do the cookie cutter stuff like, yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about your album where you're from right <laughs> like, like, the, like it was totally like that right. when i went up to that the podcast that i just did that i was telling you oh yeah bruise blues and uh, tunes bruise reviews but it was a uh, very cookie cutter like yeah like because there was two bands there so we we had come in like as like the second group, mm-hmm. and oh yeah, we're shit talking now, baby. <laughs> so no, I like, can't be. So like, they had, no, no. Well, they had a dope setup. Don't right. get me wrong, you know, they had their camera set up. No, Scotty. Set up. And uh, so they had the first band. They did their thing real quick. Like um, right after the brewery, uh, we played the brewery, and then the other band left. We went right in, sat down. Went right into the show. He had like probably like eight cookie cutter questions right. real quick. Boom, 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 and then he just wrapped it up. Wow! And I was kind of like, it kind of I was kind of caught off guard because like we started to talk, like he asked a couple questions, and we all started to kind of kind of throw like interject and yeah. start to conversate and get the conversation going, and then he kind of just boom, boom, right. boom, wrapped it right. up. Hey, this is so and so and so and so and. And, and out the door and you went. And we were, he was like, all right, all right, thanks, guys. And yeah. I was kind of like, uh, all right. Now, there, there are moments. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I 
thought, I, there, I mean, there are moments cool, but where, I thought it was kind of fell. Yeah, there, there are moments, cause especially as a producer for inter, for an entertainment show, former producer for an entertainment show. Sometimes um, a manager or the band will be like, "Hey, you know, let's." I only want to talk about like the CD, or I don't want to get into my social life or whatever. And you got to respect that. You oh, know? Yeah, oh, totally. So totally. I, I had those before, but I like the mo. I just like knowing like. Like when you're out and you and like, what are you listening to? Like, what like, well, how do you really feel about this scene? Like, it's not easy performing like who's on in your front of, list. Yeah, like it's not easy performing in front of 15 people. So how can we make that 15 people turn into 75 on a Wednesday? Like, I want to know like what people really feel about the music scene because yeah, San Diego's huge. San Diego has a okay music scene, but I feel like it can be better. Like, I feel like I feel like when when you say that, I mean, I feel like. San Diego has potential everywhere, but right. especially in the music scene. Yeah. I mean, the I feel the music scene here is not non-existent per se, but I mean it's it like you know you don't like I didn't know Eddie Fingers Louie was coming here to play. Oh right, right, right. You know what I mean? I mean that's to me that's a huge punk band. Right. I mean, Playing at Soda Bar out they're, of all venues, they're classic. Like, yeah. I mean that's like. That's like old school coming through, you know? I mean, yeah. that's, that's to me, that's amazing. Right. And for me, not even to know, like, through the reader. Right. Or, I mean, even through the reader or through even something yeah. around, like a flyer, anything. You know, because yeah. I hang out in those areas, right. North Park, places where the, the venues where these things happen. Right. Because they're probably too busy promoting um, a Top 40 band coming yeah. through or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know... For me, it's like utilize what San Diego is known for, which they're doing now, like beer, right? So right. do more festivals with beer because you're going to bring the beer community out, your Ori foodies or whatever you want to call them. Um, the foodie community, they're going to go out for food. So how about make it more of a of a music food festival, music beer festival, music art beer, music art food or whatever it yeah. is, just to get give the local music scene a little bit more exposure because, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's shows right now on a Monday night at Soda Bar and maybe U31 that is only going to have a crowd of maybe 20 people, unless you're big and you're promoting the hell out of it, but it's just really hard in San Diego to really... Um, bring in numbers. I've been there. I was a promoter for U31 for a little bit every once a month or so, like trying to get band, like people to come to to shows. And it's what, really hard. What did you What did you do when you were doing promotions for them? Like, what was like What was like shit you were like real shit you were doing? Like besides like social media and stuff like that. I had flyers. I would try to put flyers out in like CD uh, CD stores, um, in restaurants. Uh, not so. Mu- Excuse me, not so much as I should have, because mm-hmm. if I probably did that more, then it would have been fine. Um, trying to put the roundup, like some people like myself do um, concerts happening that week, so oh. I'll add that into the roundup as okay. well. Mm-hmm. So you try to reach out to some of the media outlets and stuff like that. But again, it's like promoting a show on a Wednesday night at U31. It's kind of after trivia night is like kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that's, tough. that's the thing. It's like yeah. after trivia night, and then trivia like packing in, and then you'll yeah. be coming in with like the live music, which right. is like, come on, that's way better than trivia. Yeah. And everyone will start leaving. You'll be like, wait, wait, the the actual entertainment's coming, and, right. and we're the trivia is the entertainment. Yeah. It, it boggles my trivia mind. night. I mean, it boggles my mind. I mean, right. anytime I can hear live music, I don't. You know, and it doesn't matter what genre. I mean, if I can go hear some live music, 
and I'm walking by, I'll stop. You know, I'll stop and I'll listen. Hell yeah, for sure. And, I mean, if I hear something good, I'll I, fucking go in. I, li- yeah. I like to I like to watch bands play. I mean, I think it's great. I mean, to hear live music and to see the drummers and the bassists and the guitar players. Right. And I mean, to watch them all play together and to... I mean, I, I I think it's awesome. You yeah. just described the band play. I mean, I know, but I mean, <laughs> I like, but I mean, like when you see when you actually watch them all play, when you, like I when I go, say, watch, I mean it did. Yeah, right. but I mean when I go watch you guys play, I mean, if you really break it down, dude, and you watch you watch the whole thing happen, you guys are you guys watch each other. You know, I mean, you guys are constantly looking at each other, Look, listening, listening, mostly listening. Well, yeah. you're listening, but you're listening for the changes, and I think it's amazing how you can do that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, watching it happen is amazing. So, hmm. I mean, doesn't matter what genre of music you are, just watching the whole process is, right. is I think, it's cool. And I think a lot of people would have that experience if they just knew where to go for that you know yeah, like what's right. happening and stuff like that you know so i don't know like it, this is my opinion of course like some people will tell you the music scene's great there's plenty of festivals you can check out music yeah. i mean you got as i mentioned earlier these beer festivals these a combination of food and music and food music art um and then these other bigger ones like CrossFest and you know kaboo and all those that are kind of catered to more of a larger yeah but then i larger. mean those venues are expensive yeah i mean yeah. it to me, like you're saying, yeah. you know, you like that local music, right. and I right. mean, I, I, and and you hear about these other cities though, like let's say Austin, right? You know, you hear about Austin, huge on the local, and there's here on the local. You can walk down the street any yeah. day of the week, right. go hear some live music. You're gonna hear great bands. You're gonna hear great up and coming artists. I mean, come on! I mean, yeah. I want to go. Yeah, I want to go, and I just want, I want to go just so I want to go on a Tuesday. Yeah, why? You know, I don't want I don't want to be there on the weekend. I want to be there on a Tuesday and go walk down the street. Yeah, you know that that's that's what I feel when I hear Austin. I want to go on a Tuesday because I want to hear that back that guy that's up and coming, somebody cool, somebody's gonna pop in unnoticed and play a set. You know, I want to see that. Yeah, you know, I want to, and and I wish we could have. We could, we should be able to yeah. have something like that here in San Diego. Yeah, I hate to say this again. This is my opinion, but again, I feel like sometimes when you go to specific venues that are like maybe a restaurant or they might have music, um, but I feel like a lot of the times when I when I go to places, sometimes music is just the background. Like it's yeah. not like oh, listen to this band play. No, they're gonna just entertain as we continue with what we're doing. Right. Um, again, this is my opinion. I think like you know, there's obviously you got Billy up strictly for music. You have Casbah, yeah. the Hideout, music box is coming yeah, up. music box and all that. Um, but you know, I just feel like half the time or majority of the time when I when I see a lot of venues trying to actually have a music venue as well as you know food and all that stuff i feel like that's where they might fail is when they utilize their music as background music you know right. yeah i feel right. say, man yeah it, you know it's as like uh, me and my wife we do like an acoustic thing so a lot of times we will be hired just to sort of do that right just to background, be that background yeah, yeah. but i think that there's a real art to um to capturing a room um I mean, it, sometimes it's just people are too drunk and it's too loud and they're just not even there. But like that moment, there's most most of the time when me and her play, there is always a moment where we have them, like you know, yeah. got there, got your asses, and and people will just stop and and there's an art to that, and it takes a long time to build that kind of confidence and to build that kind of reach. I think you yeah. know, so so yeah. 
if you listen to like a jazz quint, you know, a jazz do a jazz trio or something, and they're playing at like a wine bar or right. something, like it's you know, the same. yeah, you know, I I think maybe that's what we're having. Maybe we're just not, um, maybe we're just not putting it together like the right people for the right venues. Right. You know? Yeah, maybe. that could be possible too. But I, I don't know. What do you guys think is makes this scene so? It does seem like it kind of isn't all together you know what i mean it doesn't seem like everyone's out there supporting each other it doesn't seem like people are uh, i mean what do you think is the root of that or why, what do you think the solution would be uh i just feel like san diego is just known for so many things so you yeah. got like small little entities of different things yeah, like yeah. like i mentioned you have your beer community you have your your music community you have your art community you have your pet friendly community you have like people who are just into this into that yeah. so it's kind of hard to, like like you mentioned austin is known for local yeah. music or yeah. for music in general um, San Diego is just like has for me on my opinion again is just so spread out on different types of interests like yeah. you got people who will spend their weekend at the beach right. or you have people who will spend their weekend at the zoo or mm-hmm. or um, Seaport Village or whatever so it's just so much going on in San Diego and, where it's hard I, to bring in a large mass of people just for music mm-hmm. unless it's a festival or yeah. or whatever it may be and then even then there's on a on a on one given weekend there's four different music festivals you can go to <laughs> so which which blows my mind is like why would you have more than one music festival and on one day when why don't you come together and yeah. just like have one big one big one which is crazy right, or even but, just a weekend or something right. well i mean you know what and i and i and it does sound bad you know i mean because i'm i i used to be a huge drinker and i'm not a huge drinker anymore mm-hmm. i mean there i have my days <laughs> i have my days I have my days where I, I will. Yeah, I will I laugh I will, at you, uh, sir. I know, but I mean, I have my days where I will. I will party, but uh, for the most part, you know. I'm, yeah, you're not yeah. out there just slamming beers every fucking day. When they removed alcohol from the beaches mm-hmm. here, it killed a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I'm that not was saying, lame. and I'm not saying that like alcohol at the beach made everything right, but but it killed a lot of things happening near those areas. It definitely right? killed the and vibe. It did kill the vibe where. You had the massive. When you have the beach and people come here to go to the beach, they're going to go. I mean, whether right. they have alcohol or not. Right. So I mean, when with the alcohol, you could bring those festivals. You can bring mm-hmm. you could bring music and everything closer to those areas and have them. All, and people would be on the beach having a good time. You know, they would stay all day. You could have those bigger things yeah. happening. But a good thing about music festivals, too, is they do have beer gardens, but not at the beach, though. But like, mm-hmm. there are places where, like, if you do want to brew, you can definitely have it on at a beer garden or whatever. Yeah. But, but do, yeah, it would be nice to think drink a, on the beach again. Do you think a beer garden makes or breaks a festival? Nah, I don't think so, really. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe. I <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I'm actually doing, I'm just asking because... I would say, you know what makes or breaks a festival, honestly, is being able to carry your beer freely around the venue. That is nice. That is yeah. nice. And, and, I mean, and, when it's outside and, I mean, and on it's the streets, it's just the fact different. that I want to get, like, wasted, but right. if I want to have a beer, and, and seriously, when I'm at festivals... The last thing I'm doing is buying $16 beers right. all the time. Yeah. I'm buying like one or two. So I want to be able to just walk around. I want to go see the band. I want to stand there. I'm going to have my beer. And trust me, I ain't spilling it all over the place. Right. You know what I mean? 
Won't I be able to carry my beer, though, around the festival and have it? I feel mm-hmm. like I guess you're not a fan of the Soma then, right? Oh, <laughs> All ages of dude, the... Hey, <laughs> hey, I'll get in hey, there and knock those yeah, kids down. Hey, the, only time, the only time I'm a fan of that place is you got to be able to get in the green room. Right? Pocket <laughs> shot. I'll be honest. I think you're right because there are shows at the Soma where I'm like, man, this would have been pretty epic if I can just like at least have a beer, beer just get yeah. loose right. get into yeah. it let my mind go that's a hardcore show you know? Like, yeah. you know they're infamous for you know metal bands playing over yeah, there and yeah. stuff but but yeah, I mean, I, I like the music scene here though. I'm not knocking the music scene. Yeah, me neither. I just like it it's because great. you know it what? Be better though. The for the genres or for they are people are out to see like for, yeah. like the reggae scene people yeah. are out to go see right. reggae people are showing up right. for like you know the indie scene you know people are showing up it's like one of my favorite <coughs> one of my favorite examples I always bring up is fucking the Redwoods those guys Redwoods music oh yeah that, I know those cats those yeah. guys are fucking doing a really unique cool thing mm-hmm. unique to San Diego at least you know where yeah. there's just like one like monster band who fucking is backing all these like, amazing artists yep. and uh, yeah I heard that Jake Nature yeah. Um, yeah Jake big shout out to Jake and Al <laughs> all those cats over there um, yeah and that um like I, I I always refer to them because they're out there selling out the Casbah and shit. Yeah. They're doing good things, and I, I think that's beautiful. They're they're fucking able to print vinyl and they're able to keep this thing going. And you know I don't know if they're making money. That's not my business. But I mean it seems like they're able to feed the the beast, you yeah. know, and keep the wheels turning. So fuck, dude, if you're able to keep the lights on, that's half the battle. So fuck it. So yeah, you know, people are showing up. People are going to the, but it is kind of like spread out and disparate. Is that a word? Disparate. Dispersed. Dispersed. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, so you like the food and yeah, food, food beer, in this cocktails. Yeah. That you like because you have those. Uh, what's the name of you? the behind the stick or what? Is it? Uh, yeah, I have a behind the stick which yeah, features like bartenders and uh, in, in a signature cocktail. And then also have in the kitchen, which features chefs and uh, and a you know signature dish. When you do those videos, do you get to like sample that shit? Yeah, of oh. course, you know, of course. <laughs> course. Yeah, why you think I started that? Yeah. Every once in a while, I might be uh, I might be on the go, so I might have to go in and shoot, shoot something and head out. Um, but half the time, if they offer it, yeah, I definitely will try the dish or the cocktail. You're not like I'll shoot this video, but you gotta feed me. Oh no, no I'm never like that. I never I never do stuff for free, you know, or or I never do anything expecting something out of it. It's yeah, like free food or whatever. I just do it because I'm passionate about it, right. and I like surrounding myself around other people that are passionate about something that I might not know how to do well, like maybe cooking or, or mixing drinks. So, so who, where's the spot right now to go get a, the best cocktail, in uh, your opinion? Well, my opinion? Yeah. Um, let's see. I like Secret Morden. No, 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 no. Normal Heights. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of hey, people. That's like that's like a block and a half from yeah, my house. I love no, that place. I love the Sycamore yeah, Den, bro. See? Yeah, it's a cool Sycamore spot. Sycamore Den is dope. I Where's it to, at? I used to drink a drink, man, yeah. but they don't carry it anymore. <laughs> what is it? It was called a. Uh, uh, don't eat the yellow snow. Oh, it was, it, man, it came in the back. it came in the Tom Selleck uh, tiki glass, but you know, <laughs> yo, yo, it sounds fucking hell gay, dude. But it it was like it was like six or seven different kinds of rum. With like a splash of pineapple, right? It was 
I mean, ridiculous. I'd only go get it at like happy hour because it was everything was half mm-hmm. off, like ten bucks, twenty dollars <laughs> yeah, drink. It's, yeah, it's expensive. It was only ha- it was only ten bucks, dude. But you got one drink, you were fake. Yeah, uh, now they do a, now they do a different now they do a different one. I hear. I have I haven't been back in a while, but I hear they yeah, do. Yeah, go a back, one. man. Check it out, dude. I like that joint. I, I like, like the I noggin like the boots. Vibe. That's I like a good the vibe. What's yeah. it called? It's called the noggin boots. What is that consist? It's got like egg white in it. I think it has. Some like I can't remember what it has in it. Like some kind of cream, some chocolate. Oh my god, that doesn't sound like that. a summer drink. No, it's not a summer drink. It's like a fall drink yeah, or a winter yeah, yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a winter drink. I'm a whiskey guy. I like whiskey. Sycamore Dance, cool man. It's like this. Like, yeah. It's a small bar, but it 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 has a bar, but then it has like a little fireplace area. And it's real chill. Where is it? But where is it at? Super what chill, dude. Street? Right next to Rabbit it's Hole. It's on Adams. Yeah, it's on Adams. It's on Adams. And it's closer to the 805 side. Okay. Closer to the 805, like. Um, if you know where Lestats is at, yeah. it's uh, west of Lestats. Okay. Yeah. It's a cool spot. So, oh, yeah. uh, super cool. Nor- normal Heights, man. Yeah. Shout out to Normal Heights yeah, in my neighborhood. <laughs> that's stupid yeah. there, Lord. Um, so that's 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 the drink that you do that you like the login boots. Yeah, the noggin boots. Noggin yeah, boots. Yeah, yeah, boots. Like eggnog. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That sounds heavy, man. It's a heavy drink, but it's good. I mean, I, I like mean, it. Look what he's so, brought us here. Yeah, man. yeah. I know. You like I'll, heavy? I'll, I'll, I'm I'll, out guy. He goes, I got this coffee. It's time yeah. to go. And I was like, Oh, yeah. IPA too. IPA. Yeah. What? <laughs> didn't even give me a description. He gave me like, Yo, I got this. Style with yeah. like chocolate in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's IPA. But big shout out to Modern Times. I think that's the only no. San Diego brewery no, yeah. that we brought here today. So. Yes. Oh, wow. with, yeah. Modern yeah. Times, man, up there in North Park, right yep. there, yeah. dude. Modern Times. I like. I. You know what, Raina? What's the name of that? What's the name of that? Um, um, that brewery that we're gonna stop in at on um, on the way up to Seattle. You can. You can send me that because they're good. I guess it's like made out yeah. cactus juice. No, it's in Isle of L.A. Oh. It's an ale, but they make ca- out of cactus really? juice. Nice. She says it's the shit. I don't know. I haven't drank in three years. You know what? I'm though? not loud. Bring, bring some back. It's okay. I'll bring you some. It. I just bring <laughs> the, no. They're gonna give us a fucking case because they're sponsoring our tour. Oh, when nice. they when Which they start nice. doing like beer and stuff out of different stuff. I'm just not on board. Well, with what no, about this kombucha? Think, Have you, you tried the kombucha booze? I don't think you call it beer, no. dude. I don't think you call it beer anymore if it's like not made out of shit. Well, just like weed. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> the weed. Drink. I mean, and then it, because then if it's just like if it's made out of cactus juice, man, then it's like some cactus that juice shit. Weird. It's called yeah. 101 beer. Cider House. It's like fermented. Ferment. There you go. It's like a cider, I guess. Yeah, it's a cider, but they have like cactus juice in it. I don't know if it's like apple. She says it's amazing. In the toilet. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go tour the dude got, dude got out and was like, "Yo, pick some cactus out on detail, yo. Check this out." Wow, I'm just kidding, bro. I don't care. I I, I don't get the drinking. Like, no, my favorite was IPAs and whiskey. I was a whiskey was, dude. What whiskey, yeah. What kind of whiskey or what's your? I don't favorite? have a preference. I just or a brand. I just like drinking it. Um, you hit seven grand up. Yeah, I like seven, seven grand. grand. Hey, when yeah, I was drinking, cool I hit up too. seven grand. Dude, yeah. seven they were good. Dude. Seven grand's a cool the spot. Mule was you want they they make a good uh, old fashioned. Yeah, seven grand. You know what? I gotta say, I've I, I'm not a I I'll drink whiskey. A lot of my friends are whiskey drinkers, but seven grand is the only place I will drink an old fashioned. Have you ever had a mezcal old fashioned yet? No. Yes. Yeah, what does that consist of? Um, it's just mezcal. It's just like oh, oh, mezcal. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So substitute the whiskey for 
for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, but, it's legit. Huh? Mm-hmm. So yeah, seven grand, uh, Sycamore Den, um, rare form fair weather down in East Village. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would say polite provisions um, down in. Uh, I guess that's considered normal heights as well. Right. Um, there's also uh, I like Florence down in downtown Gasland. I was gonna say, is it like behind the stick, like stirring? That's I mean, behind I'm, the bar. It just means yeah, behind the bar. I was thinking, yeah. Like for, when I heard behind the stick, I yeah. was thinking like I, I go to play pool. Yeah, someone Q. told me that too. Yeah. So I'm. Right. I don't know about re- revamping it. No, no, you're right. Got it. But I just been into it. I like. I like the name though. It's catchy. no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's catchy. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Whatever it is, I think of. Yeah, I think I'm going to have a beer or yeah, a right, drink. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Whether it's playing pool or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna definitely reach out to the beer community too, just because I feel like it will fit that that show. Definitely, that definitely. Means, I was yeah, gonna so say. I mean, you got 150 so plus of them. Yeah, uh, different breweries. I mean, I, I for a long time. I mean, for about. Oh, I'd say for about the last like five or six years now, I've been. Uh, I try to frequent different ones yeah. and i mean it's There's so, so hard to what, get what do you think of legacy uh it's it's good where's that at it's good oceanside oh, okay we just been there. yeah that's the band yeah they we, played they we just played it was good um but it's how was this show by the way how was it was it acoustic like how did it they was acoustic it was acoustic did sam play too or no no who played it was bass so it was uh it was dready uh, Eddie and Murray and uh, G Dub made it. Oh, G Dub, nice. G Dub made nice. it. Played some percussion. What a lovely human being. So okay, uh, so so it wasn't like okay, so it was a real chill show. So it was a real chill show, man. I mean, I, uh, they sounded great, dude. I mean, cool. It's a good. Yeah, uh, I was I was like, man, I don't know. It's good, I got but I mean, fam you know, here. I mean, I'm gonna lay back. That on brewery. I, so I don't get what they're doing with, with some of these spots, man. I mean, it's one thing to be, like, in a warehouse district right. or something like that. But it's another thing to be, like, ten minutes down the freeway, off a of main freeway, off a of main road. Like, in the cut, you're the only building. <laughs> right. It, right that that was what was weird it's off airport road and it's like it's the only it's like the only building like, and then you go down the to go get fucked up i mean the cops yeah, like, yeah. it's right <laughs> off like a main highway because i played it a couple weeks ago and i was like what the fuck is this like this is kind of fucking it, it's like in a in like a complex there's yeah. like a storage unit place <laughs> right oh, wow. <laughs> i mean you're 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 right. I'm not trying to dog shit on Legacy no, Brewing. No, no, no. They're good great. Beer, good did beer, they, good did you guys get L and L? What's that? No, no, no. No, there was no free food. No, I got like some. Uh, they had some. Did some people making tacos out front? Oh yeah, tacos. So I got some nice. tacos. Well, when I was there, they gave us L and L. L and L was cool. I like it a little bit. Been good, but they gave us tacos. So it's a cool spot, but it's just the location. Yeah, I think the location is kind of location's kind of you know. But there's like there's like a Mexican like grocery store down the street. I mean, maybe in like four or five years, that location is going to be the shit because you know it'll it'll grow the the city will grow out to it, right? You know, but right now they're just cheap real estate. Right. Oh, so, what's your go-to? Nah, man, come for on, man. Breweries do that shit, man. They need you need cheap real estate at first. You got to get big. You can't just go out and spend all the right. money on right. this prime location and then fail. Right. <laughs> so, what's your what's your go-to now, man? Like, like I know you're trying to visit new ones, but what's your? Uh, what's your what's well, your my go-tos are like Hess, 
Okay. Dude, I love Heston right now. Shout out to Heston, the Infinite Infinity Plus. Shout out to uh, dude, I I love my IPAs. It's a triple IPA. It's seasonal now. It used to be on tap all the time, but once once you know everybody with beer and anything, you know, yeah. once they go big, they can't brew enough, right. and you they have to put some of their beers on the back burner. How, how you feel about like modern times or, or I like modern times um but you know I mean where else would I go? Fall I mean Bruin? I like Fall Street. Okay. Fall Street, Thorn Street, uh Monkey Paw. Monkey Paw? I didn't Monkey know that. Paw downtown. Is that a brewery? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just a downtown, restaurant. Right? <laughs> I like beer. I like Stone Belching Beaver. Stone. Yeah, I like Belching Beaver. I'll go there from time to time. Belching Beaver. Um, so you know, like all those ballasts. You yeah, know, ballast really got me started. I oh, gotta yeah? say, you know, I've been a ballast drinker for a long time. I lived off Linda Vista Road, mm. so a lot of people always go, "Oh, you know, the original ballast, the big ballast point." Man, ballast. <laughs> man, people don't even know before they've sold out for a billion dollars. Man, Ballast Point was a little tape, man. They were in the corner of the home brew store, and it was like you could fit three people at the bar. Damn. And it was just a little tasting room, dude. All you could buy was $1.25 tasters, and you could only get one. Damn. Well, you could only get one of each, right? So the crazy thing is, is a lot of people... They wouldn't sell you until you're drunk? No, like, so, like, if you wanted to get a Dorado, right? You wanted to taste Dorado, you would actually have this little piece of paper... With your ID connected to a clipboard, and they would have like 14 taps, right? Mm. And you would go, all right, uh, I want Dorado. So they'd, they'd give you a sample of Dorado, and then they would mark off that you had Dorado. Wow. And then you, could have, you couldn't have Dorado again. So a lot of people that have gone to Ballast Point for a long time know that you can mix beers. And their beers that you mix are delicious if you do it the right way. We're mixing beers. No, I'm dead serious. Like no mixing, one would like what no you mixing one, beer. Like I'm not like mixing a beer with another beer. Yes. So this is how it happens. <laughs> yes. I'll be follow lying me, to it. Follow me. <laughs> All right. Follow me, and I tell you what: you go to any ballast point and you tell the bartender or the beer tender whatever to do this for you, they will not flinch. They will go and do it. So what what started this was you could only have the one taster, right? So, like, I like Dorado and I like Sculpin, right? So I'd go, all right, or I like their tongue buckler. So I would drink those three beers and I'd be like, well, I want another one. Right. So let's see here. And then one day the, like, the, the guy pouring beers, he goes, hey, I can't give you the same beer. He goes, but you can mix the beers. <laughs> and we all, like, me and my buddy, dude, my buddy Justin, we look at each other and we kind of like, what? We did the same thing you guys did, but we just said, what? He goes, check this out. Let me give you this one. I'll tell you what. I go, he goes, what are your two favorite beers? And me and my buddy look at each other. We're like, well, it's the Tongue Buckler and the and the uh, Dorado. He goes, let me tell you what. Let me get you a Bucklerado. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we kind of went, what? And he's like, let me get you the Bucklerado. Bucklerado. So what he did is he goes over and he pours half a ton buckler taster and half a uh, Dorado taster in the same glass. And he goes, boom. Sets it down, puts a different little check mark, writes a new line, puts Bucklerado. Wow. Marks it. And, dude, money. So you can do that with a lot of beers. And if you ask the, the, the bartenders, you can actually go to the... 
the um, the bigger ballast points and stuff. Now they're pouring pints and things. You can actually ask for these beers mixed. Oh, okay. They'll be like, oh, you know what? The Grunion and the this, you mix these two beers and it, and it tastes really good. You'd be mm. like, oh, let me try that. Well, isn't there a no. thing called like a black and tan? Or is well, that no, like they a, do that, but that's like, you know, that's what a Guinness, like Guinness, Guinness and, and, a light, light, and a light beer, right? It's basically a yeah. light beer and a dark beer. Yeah. Right, but that's... I mean, that's always been around, but right. these is like mixing IPAs or an IPA and a... With and a, a wheat ale or yeah. something nasty like that. I'm not buying it, dude. I, hey, you don't, you don't have oh. to buy it, man, but you got to tell you what. Next time it, you go to Ballast Point, tell them like this. Go, you know what? Do you have Dorado and buck, and uh, Tongue Buckler on tap? And they'll probably say yes. Go, hey, will you mix those for me 50-50? And I guarantee you, not a flinch. All right, I'm gonna try it. if you if you want to. That yeah. is <laughs> the only thing bro. I mix is usually uh, dude, spirits and I'm juice. I'm telling and... you, it's the only way, man. Because I'm, dude, I'm a, I'm a long, I'm a long time Ballast Point drinker. Like I said, it it, and people know too if they go down Linda Vista Road right there by Morena where it hooks up to Napa Street, Linda Vista and Napa right there. There's a strip mall. It's the home brew store. There's Ballast Point now has a tasting room there. Wow. But before, it was inside the homebrew store. They used to just sell, like, hops and all that stuff. The back left-hand corner was where you could taste Ballast Point, and that was the first tasting room. Right. Well, there we go. We got a little history lesson. I do like that grapefruit sculpting. Or is that great? Is that See, grapefruit? now, before grapefruit, the funny <laughs> thing was, dude, before that, sculpting always had grapefruit in it. Oh, really? On the description. See, that's what's weird, dude. To me, when they came out with grapefruit sculpting, to me, I was always like, in the description I used to read, because they used to have, you know, on the descriptions, you know, when you go to the breweries? Yeah. In the description, it had always had grapefruit in it. And then they came out with grapefruit sculpting. I was always like... I remember, I swear I remember reading grapefruit in there all the time. Like, there's always been grapefruit in there. I, guess, I do. I guess I it's do. more attractive when you see grapefruit right. from some people. But I like, I like the pineapple. And That's new, right? Isn't that a the, new one? The pineapple one is the newer sculpin, mm-hmm. and then the watermelon Dorado is my favorite. Yeah, I saw... Uh, it's delicious. They have those in cans now, I think. Yeah, yeah. they do, and uh, it's usually on tap over at South Beach and OB. All right, let's check it uh, out. Watermelon, watermelon Dorado, delicious. All right. Anyways, that, <laughs> that was great. That's great. No, that's great because like I, I, I don't really comment. It's like the last time I liked beer or was able to drink it, it was like it, it, I don't like it was I uh, like IPA. That was the last time I was like well, I, now I've lost. Beautiful. Now it's in the last three years. In the last few years, beer has just become such a. Thing. And San Diego is kind of like this yeah. little it's like like the incubator mecha. right now of brewing. I moved up to I moved up to Washington when I was 18, so that was like 20 years ago, right? I moved up to you know Seattle area, and that you know Seattle and Oregon was like the mecca of microbrews. Yep. Mm. That was where you went, and you found places like you find at every corner in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like where you did it, yeah. and now. That's like been dwarfed. I mean, <laughs> San Diego has just gone huge. Yeah. I mean, everybody's you, talking about it now. And, and, and you know what it is, and it's just not. I don't think it's because I think it's just the influx of people into the into San Diego. Mm-hmm. I mean, they found the weather. You know, I mean, we talk about it so much. Could be a lot of media exposure. We freaking too. media exposure. People mm-hmm. knowing that hey, if I'm gonna brew beer, that's where I gotta go. Yep. I mean, really, you gotta prove yourself in our market. 
Yeah. I mean, our market is. I mean, like you said, there's a beer festival every weekend. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's almost ridiculous. But, I mean, that's where you got to go to get your name out. Yeah. Get your shit going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one more question is about food because that's something I can still yeah. do. That's something I can still do. Food. So, what's a, what, so right now, what what are some of your places and maybe some dishes that okay. you're like? Yeah. Um, a big shout out to the tasting room. Um, I love their uh, pork belly. It's called Braised Pork Belly. That's it. Wait, where at? It's the new tasting room in Del Mar. It's oh, called yeah. Tasting Room Tasting. Del Mar. And it's just Braised Pork Belly? It's called Braised Pork How Belly. How is it served? It's served on like this uh, eggplant. Like type of like paste or uh-huh. whatever, and uh, and then it has the, right. okay, okay. and then it has like the braised like lamb belly on it, and then it has like or these pork other belly, right? yeah, but it's lamb instead of pork. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, so it's lamb belly? Yeah, not pork belly. It's lamb okay. belly. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, it's so good. So the try other it. Day I had something similar at Tornado. Mm. Where's the so, Tornado's a bar up in North Park. Mm-hmm. Good beer spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's getting yeah, yeah. They denied me access one day. Stop it. Uh, uh, my ID expired uh, and I hadn't been back. Big shout out to Tornado, though. Big But they do braised pork belly on plantains, like mashed plantains. Mm. Okay. And it is delicious. That sounds yeah. good. Same kind of, okay. same kind of deal. Yeah. Kind of. Um, but definitely, if you don't want to go all the way up there, Kind of the same kind of same. deal, right there, tornado. They both sound amazing. Like pork is like the yeah, pork is, is <laughs> pork Dude, is that's like. I judge Mexican restaurant. Really, but people go like, tacos. oh, I get, I get the, uh, you know, I get the carne asada. I go, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. The way you test Mexican restaurants or any Mexican rest anywhere you get Mexican food is the carnitas. Really? Uh, so what makes good carnitas tacos? Well, just just the flavor and yeah. everything. I mean, if you can make a good pork taco, man, come on. <laughs> so, what was your favorites? Um, put them on the spot I mean, here. Yeah, you are putting them on the spot. <laughs> I don't go to a lot of spots and get this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I make my own shit. Oh, oh here we nice. go. Here we go. I don't, I don't know. Well, this is in a Mexican restaurant, but I do like carnitas tacos at Carnitas Snack Shack. I am Car- a oh, huge fan wait, of there. Because that's more of a <laughs> vinegar-based. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> just My mouth just water, dude. Yeah, right? Because, like, slow down. Shout out to Carnitas Snack Shack. Uh, I love the triple threat. Yeah. The it's triple so good, dude. Dude, like, I... It, it's it's amazing. Like I I will not I will tell people like all day if I'm in the area people want to go eat somewhere, go get the triple threat from Carnita Snack Shack. You will not be disappointed. It is one of the best items you'll ever eat in San Diego. Yeah, oh, well, there I love is. West Coast Tavern too. They have like some appetizers on the menu that I love. They have like amazing lobster mac and cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm a comfort foodie guy, so yeah. I love like everything from wings to burgers. Mm-hmm. I'll hit up Crazy Burger in North Park, like or I'll go all the way down to uh, Peabody's Burgers and Ales down in Linda Vista for my mm-hmm. wings. Uh, see, but then I, I can get a little fancy, and I'll go to like, <laughs> like I said, uh, Tasting Room Del Mar is a little bit on the fancy right. side yeah. for me at least. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a trust restaurant, um, and then there's also the patio group, uh, the patio on Gofinch in Lamont, and then also Fireside up in uh, right. Liberty Station. So there's so many places you can eat, <laughs> but man. But you know what? You know what? That's what's great about San Diego, and 
and that's one of the reasons why I find it so hard to leave this place yeah. is is I, I go it's funny because I'm from a very small town and I go home and nothing's open past nine o'clock oh. and it or nothing opens till like one or two yeah, and, it, and it pisses me off and then I'm like because you know like living here in San Diego my dinner patterns have really shifted you know I mean I don't eat at five o'clock you know <laughs> I mean I'm going out at like yeah. seven thirty right. eight o'clock right. and I'm like I want to hit that nice restaurant, right. you know? But like, they're closing the kitchen. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're like washing dishes, yeah. people are leaving. I'm like, I just got what? I'm, I just got hungry, yeah. <laughs> you know. And you go here in San Diego, and I can, you, I mean, you can go get amazing food mm-hmm. till like midnight, one yeah. in the morning. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I mean, I know it's not as late as like you're in Vegas or. Even back east, oh, well, where Vegas, that place sucks. Well, I mean, but even like back east, where everything stays open, you know, I mean, because the bars are open later, yeah, so obviously the kitchen, the kitchen stays open a little bit. I'm just kidding, Vegas. I love you. But for us and on the West Coast, the restaurants here are amazing. Mm-hmm. Here's what I don't understand. This is my last thought for today. What is the obsession in San Diego with donuts? And fried chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen so many fried chicken spots open up, and so many like just rave about donuts. It's crazy to me right now. I know they have that donut bar downtown now. Mm-hmm. Well, then they have the mm-hmm. sidecar, which is the yeah, donuts but, and fried chicken yeah. up in Thirty uh, Street, right shack. there. Yeah, where's yeah. the crack? I've heard this one, the crack shack. That's the, I think it's in Little Italy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I heard the chicken there is the the I, ball. Yeah, well, it probably stems from, from uh, Roscoe's. I yeah. mean, like the chicken and waffles, and I mean it has to stem it, from that because yeah. they they kind of are yeah. very popular, right. trendy place to go. People are picking See, up on me, that trend, maybe. Morning and make my own chicken and waffles. Yeah. That's just my thing because I like my fried chicken the best, you know. Because right. I just do it like that. Yeah. Kim, you gotta cook for me sometimes. Yeah, me that, ain't, that ain't no lie, man. I ain't even joking because yeah. you know. Here's the funny thing. No, you, I know you, you know. I'm not even joking. Uh, I made some uh, pork adobo the other day, okay. and I took right. it into work and I gave some to this girl, and she was dude off the chain. Now she's See, like, wants me to come up wants me to come over, teach her how to cook. Uh, you know what happens when that happens, you know. Why don't you no, teach me how to cook breakfast in bed. That's what I'm saying. But hey, you know I mean that you know, I'm making the waffles thing. I mean I get the salty and sweet stuff, but right. it's like Man, we've been do- I've been doing that for years. Yeah, this thing's and then that farm to table kind of concept, which mm-hmm. is kind of dude. There's a really well. place. There's a place by me on Washington Street. It's called like Bottega or Bottega. Oh yeah, Bottega. I've heard of that place. You know it's called about? a Bottega, Bottega something table, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's right next to where I work. I want to go try that, but they're open weird hours. But they're they're local farm to table, mm-hmm. which is very interesting yeah, to me. Interesting I really, I like that. Yeah. I like that though because. I'm really getting into this uh, fresh food mm-hmm. um, kind of deal, you know what I mean? Even my shopping status, you know, my shopping style, I guess you would say, is I don't really freeze anything, you know? I Really? I, I buy everything fresh. So, like, I mean, obviously I don't want to buy everything all in the same day or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I use something canned or anything like that, but especially for my meats and vegetables and stuff... There's a grocery store like four blocks from me. Oh, so you can just go. Why am I going to have all this food in my fridge? I go, you know, and, and what's good, too, is with my son, um, I teach him good eating habits. Good. So I take him to the store every day when I have him with me, and we go pick out dinner. Mm, you know, like cool. we'll go pick out lunch. I take him to the store. All right, what do you want for lunch today? I show him that 
you know, you don't have to go to the fast food places and get your food. You go to the grocery store and you pick out what you want to eat because everything. And the funny thing is he always goes, what what can I get here? I go, (laughs) (laughs) you're surrounded by food. Because I go, what do you mean? I'm all, whatever you want to make is right here. Yeah, we'll make it. Let's make it. everything right here. That's such an essential skill to teach your kids. I think people are losing that. And I love shopping. Farmer's markets, shopping in the... Dude, I don't know what it is. It's so time-consuming, though. Cooking, You know what? So what what do you... I love uh, it, dude. Yeah, me too. I cook for my family. I just don't have It's satisfying, right? I I mean, when you cook... I cook, I'll grow food. It's like 9 o'clock and it's just like... When you cook for people, though, okay, very satisfying. So you're not... Like, a cooker. I, don't, I don't cook for myself. Like tonight, right. I'll go grab a sandwich. I'll make a, a quick sandwich. Right. But when my when my son's at my house, which my son's at my house three days a week, yeah. When my son's at my house, every meal is prepared. So oh, I mean, good. breakfast, lunch, and dinner wow. is prepared. I get up in the morning, I make breakfast. So I wow. mean, and I'm not just saying like a microwave Jimmy Dean. Or <laughs> you like actually? I mean, I look cook. at him and I go, I go. What do you want for breakfast? And sometimes he'll go, I want sausage, eggs, bacon, and a waffle. That I make. Do you make the waffle from scratch too, or you no, 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 no? So you will go get the frozen frog. Uh, no, no, no. I'll get the bisquick. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I'll get the so bisquick out. Okay. You know, waffle I mean, maker. it's I'll get the waffle maker okay, out. Okay. You know, but I won't. I that I'll make that happen. So yeah. like, he wants French toast. But, but the important thing is they see and you cook and prepare your Correct. food because He's, people are so dependent on other people's well, right. cooking or processed food in yeah, general. Bad, which is why well, I probably can't. You know what? I watched this new show called Vice. Do you guys yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Vice. Yeah, Vice so is amazing. one of the one of the I I think it's amazing. It's a great, too. I think great it's amazing. Platform. Great show. Um, but they do one on um, food deserts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ob is a food desert. It is because no, they, they had they had um, the apple tree right down the street here, and they cut it off. Once and they cut that off. Ob came food. Well, desert, so now you can go to People's de- though. I mean, People's you can go get quality food. I mean, that's right. where we go primarily, but it's expensive. What is it, like, not, a, like a restaurant, small market. Oh, like a market that has its own. It's, I mean, it's not that small. I mean, you can't get meats there. It's an organic um, co-op. Oh, okay. And it's amazing. It actually has great produce. We go there pretty frequently. Actually, well, probably you have to. Yeah, we don't have a choice. And then you can also go down to the olive tree. Has fresh meats. Um, and actually, the apple tree is is opening back up on Newport, but it's going to be a smaller thing. They well, they need, but, but basically, it's you know, not as bad as like you go to southeast in right. some of those neighborhoods. So you only you get have the, to walk more than a mile. To find a fresh fruit or vegetable, you're considered a food yeah. desert. Oh, so wow. they did this thing, and, and it's a very interesting episode on Vice, where this guy gets dropped off in like Long Island, right? And he goes, "All right, he's all, I'm going to go find one heirloom tomato <laughs> on in a store." And so he walks, and it was just basically a thing on obesity in America yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, and processed foods, and you know. And it's sad because we see a lot of people on food stamps and things like that, and they they go and they buy all these processed foods. Well, it's right; they're not Jeez. they're not seeing people cook, 
and they don't know how to prepare. Right. They don't know how to prepare because yeah. no, and it, and it's not cheap. It's not it's cheaper. It's not cheaper than going. It, and well, they, you they, know, the calorie the intake, the more you get in, the that's what they're seeing. Yeah, well, I exactly. think it's the perception, perception because right. when I buy an onion, you know, I buy an onion for a dollar, mm-hmm. right? I buy an probably less than that. Yeah, but a nice size, you know. I right? Yeah, I got you. For about a dollar. And that onion, I'll throw in my potatoes in the morning. Yep. I'll throw it in my meat, and the, I'll put it on a sandwich. Right, it's going to be several meals. It's going to be several that meals. Dull, so it's not worth it. It's not wasted. No, yeah, like, that's, that's my problem one. with produce is I don't have enough uh, to put produce into. Well, like, see, that's where I think. See, you're single, right? I mean, well, I have a girlfriend. We I mean, live together, have, but oh, it's okay. just like, like I said, like I've. I haven't been home in long enough to even think like. Yeah. And see. I do the frozen thing, so I'll go buy the chicken breast, mm. put it in the freezer. And now I gotta take it out in the morning. But that's it's what I'm saying. See, now, now let me tell you something. You don't need to do that. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because you'll go buy that. You need to freeze it, and you know what happens is, is you're on your way home and you go, I forgot to take that chicken breast out. Yeah. Fuck. Hey, babe. What do you want from the Chinese restaurant? Right? Yeah. Why not just go by that grocery store on the way home? It's, it's open all night. Damn, it's open all night. You're gonna you get go, home, and then no, you gotta prepare then, it. No, wait, then, he's gonna prepare it anyway because he forgot to take the frozen chicken breast out. So he's still preparing food. Right. right. Yeah. Now he just yeah. has to make one extra stop. Yeah. Pick up the two chicken breasts. You can keep all the other stuff at home. Like by the time you eat, it's fucking eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. No, I get what he's saying because you go, you work fucking all fucking day. Yeah. You do it. You're out fucking twelve, fourteen yeah. hours or something. Right. And then comfort and then, food is and probably then, the best way to go. Right. <laughs> you're right. like, I get exactly what you're saying. And not everyone has the luxury to be able to do that. That's and true. like, I don't know what the solution is for I that. But you know what though? But pre Pre uh, pre pre made meals that yeah. you make yourself are probably your best. Ba- yeah. I I saw fucking um, Questlove. He was going through the same shit. He was just like, I work all fucking day. I'm at the Tonight Show. Then I'm recording. Then I'm DJing all night. It's like I'm gonna just go and buy food. But he had prepared food. But I mean, of course, he was hiring a chef to prepare for. Him. Right, right. But, but you know, like if you're preparing your dishes, and, and this is you know, well, you know, what's that's crazy. my it's only solution. That is, that's true. I used to do that. Workout, you know, like people that work out a lot. Yeah. Um, they actually there are services that will prepare your meals certain amount of calories per day. Yeah, which is another expense, and it's like how are you can afford it. I get it. I get why people go and just buy food. I get that, and I was the same way. Um, and still am at times. You know, we're all like that. You right. know, no one's fucking perfect. But, but you're right, though. It is nice being able to cook for somebody, though. Like, it's yeah. nice to cook for yourself. And to cook for yourself, man. Yeah. Last night, I just made myself a rack of french fries. And it was, you know, I'm gonna oh, fuck, I just baked them. I, just I baked, love baked, baked french fries. No, I just the fucked wrinkled, it up. The crinkle yeah, yeah. fries, baby. The best, Oh, no, I actually cut them up. It's not crinkle. Right. Uh, I, no, I you know cut what? my potatoes. Oh, and wow. them. You went all out. Hey. So you no, it's not even all out. No, oh, no, no. no. I leave I the skin. I leave really? The skin that's all out. I'm just going to go go See, to the market. You buy it towards... Here's dude, the funny oh. thing, dude, is when my... I, hate, I, I, I like to teach my kid, and this is where I'm weird. I like to teach my kid good things. I'm, I'm weird that. for teaching my kid to be a productive member of society. People, well, no, I think people look at me weird, like because they think I'm like something that that I'm that I'm different, you know. But I do that. Like I make my own French fries. Oh wow! And you make your own crinkle fries. So if I make my kid burgers, right? Right. So if we're having hamburgers, I go buy hamburger. I mean, obviously I buy the buns, but right. Right. I, I buy hamburger. I buy potatoes. 
I cut the potatoes up. Wow. I beat a pot out. I heat up the oil. I deep yeah. fry the potatoes. Yeah. I go all out, dude. Wow. Yeah, man. I deep frying the shit, too. It's right. a, I'm it's all about deep fried catfish. Boom. <laughs> As soon as you said like, oh, I just yeah, I just made some fries the other day, the first thing that hit my head was I like Wow, that, he though. just did like some frozen fries and just threw it in the oven. Uh, but see, I didn't know that part. No, I just cut my mean. fucking I just cut your fucking potatoes into a shape kind of yeah. of a fry. Yeah. You just put some oil on a baking pan, you throw that shit in there for fucking, you know, whatever until it 20 gets burnt. Minutes, so. Yeah, I put it on high too. I'll put it up on like 450 and just fuck that shit up right. and make it go fast. <laughs> Crispy as <laughs> so shit. Fast. And like, you know what? Fuck and like, I had like a. Fuck that flavor. I had, a, I had a whole meal for like four or five people I just out of my front sell. yard. With some ketchup. Right. And then, right, yeah, I had here, my man. own little portion, too. I was just like, fuck this. Okay. Um, all right. It's all getting right. late. Uh, do you got nice. time for a quick game? Yeah, I got yeah. time. I'm here, dude. Greg Larkin, Greg Larkin, Greg Larkin. Where you at? Where you at? Summertime in the city, looking pretty. Oh wow! Through the bitty. So you want to explain the game for him? Yeah. So what we're gonna do is kind of like The Price Is Right, uh, but it's called Guess the Price Off Craigslist. Guess how much it costs on Craigslist. Guess how much it costs on Craigslist. Sorry, sorry. So it doesn't matter if you're over or under. It's the closest to the price. Okay. There's only losers, not winners. Oh. Yeah, and the loser has to do what? The loser has to wear the mask for the oh, photo at the, the dreaded end. Joe mask. Oh, man. And um, since, I I, since I looked at the the things, um, I have to... It's just me and I you. Just got okay. So we're going to so play best two out of three. No, no, no we're going to do three out of five. Because uh, last time I went too fast and you were like, oh, I know all this shit. Uh, so dude, <laughs> I, I banged that shit out. Oh, yeah? I haven't been on Craigslist in a long ass time. All Louis right, fucking... Louis is like, I hate games. I hate them. Alright. Let's try it. So I'll read the description and then I will um, show no, a picture. Geez. No, I'm not. Oh, there's no okay. cheating. No okay. cheating. He's on his phone. Oh, no, no, no. He can't do I was that. Just texting, sorry. He, he won't do that. He's he's a good sport. All right, so this is a Bobcat S205 uh, out of San Diego. Oh, I like that. I like that, dude. I've, you know what? I've, I've always wanted to use one of those. Bobcat. Things, so it's a Bobcat? Like, you know, like, I'll show you a picture. Like, dirt movers. Dirt yeah, movers, yeah, okay. right? Um, original oh, owner, this, bro. gold package, what year is tier it? four complaint. What year? Compl- four complaint. Dude, let me read the fucking thing. <laughs> He's excited. Original am, owner, bro. gold package, tier four com- compliant, fully loaded, high flow, never used, Holy have original bro. tires, 560 hours, bucket like new, sorry, no trades, new tires, no, no, uh, year. Wait, wait. How is it never used, but he has 500 No, 560 hours. hours. It's, it's hardly used or something. Okay. Oh, and there's a front door? Damn, that raised the price. In, in new tires, too. All right. So new tires. tires. Since you were talking so much shit, you go first, Offbeat. Nine, nine, ninety-five. What is it? Hold on. What is it? Nine, 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 five. five. So, so 9,995. Okay. Pretty much 9,995, though. All right. I'm going to go 13 Gs. Okay. Oh, he's he's too high, dude. No, okay. Can I take it back? No, no you're getting it back. This is man. I'm going to listen to this guy. All right. Actual price on Craigslist. Alright. Actual retail price on Craigslist. 
thirty-four thousand. Holy shit! Nard, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you. Hey, I have no idea. Oh, damn! Like twenty grand. Yeah. Okay, so that's one for. Uh, this is Craigslist. Yeah, what yeah. the hell is the dude on Craigslist for yeah, 34G? This That's is way on. easier with a pen and paper. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay. So, we got one for Gennard. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's put an X. There we go. All right. Next item up for bid. Um, what's this funny one? Oh, yeah, this is what's funny. Front row James Taylor tickets. James Taylor. And this is out of uh, Eugene, Oregon. Um, two front row James Taylor tickets. You can't get any closer. These are the best seats you can find. Unfortunately, my husband and I have other plans, so we won't be attending. Well, what's the name of the venue, by chance? Uh, uh, Matthew Knight Arena. Arena. Oh, James Arena. Taylor. And his all star band. Oh, and the all star band. I got this. Okay. Um, you want you want to go first? I don't even know who the fuck James Taylor is. You don't know who James Taylor is? I don't even give a fuck. Nice. Seventy five apiece. How many they got? Uh, you want the two total? Total. Total. One fifty. One fifty. Because there's two, right? Yeah. So seventy five apiece. Okay. So one fifty for him, and you go ahead. They're front row. Front row. Got about three hundred. Okay. 300. 300. Oh, come on, baby. So, come on, baby. Come on, baby. 300. 300. Come on, baby. 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 Two hundred and fifty dollars. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm fifty dollars closer. Damn, I'm no good this time, dude. Yeah, all right. I'm getting smoked. Dude, if it was seventy five dollars a ticket for front row, I would have bought. Like he's like, call man, what's the number? Okay. Well, see, aren't you glad that we're doing three out of five now? Yeah, I am, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Jannard has two. Oppie has zip. Zero. If, if you get one, one more. It's going to be like the Cavs coming back on the Warriors. I know, right? right? Here, Uh-oh. All right. What LeBron is at. How about... Okay, here we go. This one's fun. This is out of... Pat- Portero Hills, I think that's in. Oh, I know Portero that. Hills, is that in L.A.? I think it's in. LA. No, San Francisco. San Francisco. Right. Oh, San Francisco. Uh, antique cast iron umbrella stand. Ooh, umbrella stand. Just like one of those ones that uh, the outdoor umbrellas, like those. I don't know. I'll read it. I'll read part of the description because right. it's a huge one. Here is an English Renaissance style 20th century wrought. Iron Knight figure umbrella stand. It is a wonderful, unique, and charming umbrella stand that could be could also be used to hold fireplace tools. Okay, that's not yeah. An extraordinary addition to your fireplace or mantle. It weighs about twelve to eleven pounds. This metallic armor can be disassembled. Uh, Arms, legs, and base are separated by bolts, and the rod comes away with a hand-set screw in the knight's left hand. Okay, so it's just starting to describe it. I'll just show a picture of it. I don't know. I have like three of those at home. (laughs) He's like, I know what this is. Oh. um, 
I'm going for. Can I go first? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going for one fifty. One fifty. Okay, Gennard has one fifty offbeat. What is your beat, baby? One fifty-one. Whoa! <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Because I bet it's about seven hundred bucks. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. If you get the exact price, you get all the money in my pocket. Actual retail price. Eight hundred dollars. Bobby. Bobby. This is a game. I didn't get swept. Those things are expensive too. I should have thought about that. I told you I had three of those at home. It's like that. Go get those motherfuckers. All right. Um, why don't we stick with the antiques again? All right, let's do this. Alright, this is out of Vancouver, Portland or something, right. I guess. Uh, antique glass jewelry box. Uh, antique hexagon shaped clear glass jewelry box, vanity jar with gold tone trim, hinged lid, and footed legs. Velvet material lines the Velvet. bottom of the box. Velvet. And this is the little... Oh, I got this. You go first. No, nah, you're first. You won the last round. I, 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 <laughs> first twice. I, 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 I went um, first twice. You get two turns. All right, you guys make the decision. Let's see. It's velvet, right? That's what they said. Let's go for. I do three fifty. Three fifty. Oh. All right, three fifty for Janard. I'm gonna go. Two twenty-five. <laughs> two twenty-five. <laughs> Get the undercut. All right, so what was it? Three fifty. Two twenty-five. Actual retail price on Craigslist. Forty-five dollars. All right. So this is the this is it, guys. He came back. He came back. Let me drink some water because I'm getting a little clint here. This is for all the marbles and wearing the mask. This is it. This is it, baby. This is it. All right. So, so who's gonna go first? Should we flip for it? Let's flip for it. Ready? Heads or tails? Uh, what's what's tails? Well, this is heads. All right. Tails. You. Are you going first? Yeah. All right. All right. So where where we gonna go here? Um. Who plays drums, by the way? Um, our drummer. Oh. <laughs> drummer. <laughs> but he gave you your drummer. Okay, I get it. I get it. Drums, our drummer. Okay, how about some works of art? All right. Ooh. Larry Fodor. Oh, I know that guy. I don't. Original signed Native American art. Original. Out of Van Eyes. It's signed, sealed, and delivered. No, okay. It's probably not. Larry Fodor, Moon Lodge. Original lithograph, 163 by 200. Wow, it's a big picture. Um, on sale now, liquidation sale. Oh, liquidated. This Gen- is going to make it Jenmer Thrift Store and Donation Center is the name. Uh-oh. CRL Online Auctions. Okay, now they're just fucking so someone just boasting. Someone just painting. Yeah. And they went, oh, shit. They said a thrift store. Yeah. yeah thrift store? So That's Jemner Thrift want Store. Money. They're going to want some money. I'm sure they, they probably do auctions and shit, too. Right, 
Okay, baby. Let's do it. This is it right here. It looks like a Native American gentleman. With a price tag on there. No. Did you see it? <laughs> no. No, it's on the photo. Oh, is yeah. It, is that, is it, but is that accurate? or? That is not accurate. Okay. That is not accurate. I can't even see it. All right. Um, Gennard can see it. Yeah. You want to do a different well, one? Do you think that's been tainted? Well, I, if if it was originally not, for that price, then I might just go a little cheaper. But all right, let's, let's do, do another one. Let's yeah, do let's do another. One. Damn. I took that from you, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna throw a uh, Patriots game on you. Yeah. Uh, uh, play yeah. Okay. Okay. Play here game. we go. Jewelry, diamond engagement oh. ring. Oh fuck. I'm sure you're in the market. Oh, I'm sure you're in the market. Um, diamond engagement we'll ring. Bought at Sam's Club last year. Sam's Club. Do they? Because they got return policy. <clears throat> Why did you just return it? I believe we resized it to four point five. Um, it was worn for three months. Oh, poor. Uh, oh, uh, call Jim. So it's a it's an or best offer deal, but it looks nice. All right, let's rock. It doesn't give me any carrots or anything. So there you go. Ooh, it doesn't look like you put a lot into that one. That, I mean, it does look. That looks kind of cheap. You <laughs> say from Sam's? Well, look at all the loose. You said Sam's Club. All, all these right. little diamonds, you know, little yeah. diamonds. Yeah. No wonder, no wonder they returning it. Well. Because you don't really keep engagement engagement rings right, once you. All right, I'm ready, dude. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. My mom wears her engagement ring really? and her wedding. Yeah, you wow. are both. Because she's. Like, I thought you just wear your wedding band and then the, the engagement uh, ring is like because it has really. a bigger rod. Right. And the band uh, is just a band. I, that's so, why I don't wear one. I'm telling. That's um, all right. All right. Let's see. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I know those rings are really expensive in, in the market. But he bought it from Sam's Club. Sam's Club. Um, Booyah. I'm going to go with... They resized it. I'm going to go with 9Gs. Oh. Shoot. No, 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 no. 9Gs. I'm going to stick with it. 9Gs. Um, no, 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 no. 9Gs. It's an either or at this point. I'm going to go with 6500. 6500? I just had to cut them a little. All right. Probably like 100 bucks. Actual retail price... I, I say that. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Actual retail price. Box Craigslist. I was like, when they draw it out. You know, on those shows. He's like, yeah, that's sweet. Five seventy-five. Nard, Sutton. Yeah, you wear it now, but man, you probably won't be able to see most of the 30 shows, most of the 34, but it was disinfected once. Okay, cool. So I won't get, like, uh, face hurt. No, no, you No, I don't think 575, so. I only put Anyways, down Anyways, where can people find you? Where can people get in touch with you? Where can people touch you? Yeah, just hit me up. Um, Everything, beer, food, local music. Uh, you can hit me up on the Narcast.com. And then if you want any video work or some photo work, you can uh, email me at thenarcast at gmail.com. And that's pretty much it. All my social is the Narcast. Facebook is uh, the Narcast. Twitter, the Narcast. Instagram is the Narcast. And, uh, yeah, from there you can find everything uh, in the kitchen, behind the stick. 
the Social Holiday Hour podcast and then the Narcast podcast. It's all on one website. So nice, man. I wanna I wanna thank you for coming out and uh, you know. Yeah, being here. Thanks for having me. This is I want to I want to come back and talk just food. Oh, like, dude, that was you're, more, I was you're more than welcome. Anytime, you guys. let's do that. Man. More, I'm, I'm so in. Okay. You just hit us, hit me up. Let's take this silly picture. <laughs> nice. Um, I also wanted to say, oh, you gotta leave it out to the end of the show, man. I'm sorry. Right, it's no the it, no them is the rules. Let me just put my glasses on. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that the website is down. WeSpeakEnglishGood.com is down. And um, our site got hacked. And some guy used all the bandwidth. And so now they're trying to charge too much. So it is shut down. And uh, we're going to reboot here soon. So if you guys are out there can't get through to the site and sorry about that thanks for listening um also please email the show at we speak english good at gmail.com be nice be friendly or be an asshole i don't care really i, mean, I miss the i miss the email i know man. but Remember it just breeds hate breeds hate we used to we used to uh get some good ones <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll read one on the on the next one that'd be fun Okay. Bring that um back. anyways, well, everybody. Nope oh, shit. How do we do thanks this? For, thanks for thanks for Oh shit, it's loud as fuck. Oh, well, we're gonna let it ride. Everybody be nice to you. Everyone. HJs for everybody. Listen to reggae. <laughs> Listen to reggae.